On this episode of KCSU's Music Podcast, KCSU's Bailey Liverman got the chance to sit down with artist Odie Lee and interview her following the release of her new EP, How Did It Seem to You? We hope you enjoy listening. How did you start in music? I taught myself to play guitar whenever I was like 13. I just like sat down in front of the office desktop in my parents' house, right? And I think the first song I taught myself to play was The Only Exception by Paramore. Like I just sat in front of the computer in front of the tabs and like learned an E minor and learned a G. But then I really fell off from that. Like it, it didn't stick. I didn't like really take music seriously until the pandemic. I went on a road trip with a friend of mine and they just have such like passion for music. And I was like, what am I doing? I should get back into this. I I enjoyed it whenever I did it. I'm proud of 13 year old me for like putting in the work so that I can have more fun now. So was it easier once you got like restarted to um, like go back to what you learned when you were younger and like have like a little bit of a foundation rather than like learning from scratch? Definitely. Teaching yourself how to play any instrument is super hard. And like everything is so difficult. Whenever you're younger, you have more time, energy and passion to put into learning something like that. So I I knew the basics, which was really, really nice. Learning the most simple things whenever I was young made it a lot easier. And also only knowing the basics, I think, is like a strength. Because sometimes if you know too much, you're worried about doing it the right way. And if you're worried about doing it the right way, you have all these restrictions on yourself and you're less likely to like experiment and discover something fun and new and weird. And like, that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, What music did you like grow up listening to? Like what was playing like around the house? Like what did your parents listen to? The first album I ever bought was Hampton the Hamster, Hamster (laughs) Dance album. It's a fantastic album. Actually, give it a listen now. Really, really unique music in there. (laughs) Honestly, I, I don't really feel like I grew up around a lot of music. My parents aren't super musical people, I guess. I grew up in church. So I was around a lot of choir and praise band and that kind of stuff. I remember sitting in my car seat, driving to my grandparents' house, and my mom would always play this Sugarland album. That was also my first concert. I love Sugarland. That album holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, a lot of Sugarland, a lot of Michael Jackson. That's really about it. Those were the two things we listened to growing up. Michael Jackson, Sugarland and choir (laughs) what are your main influences now when it comes to the music that you make i'm definitely the most influenced by the people who do it their own way connie converse is like a huge source of inspiration for me honestly her music was like the jumping off point to me making my own music Mm -hmm. whenever i was on this road trip with my friend they put on two tall mountains by connie converse And my jaw dropped. I was like, I didn't realize that music could be this. Like, I didn't realize that a song doesn't have to have the parts that we're used to hearing now. Music doesn't have to be overproduced. It can just be a story that you're telling and that can be just as compelling. So that really like opened up a a whole world for me once I heard her music. 
what I love about folk music is that it's like music by the people for the people, very DIY, so many incredible, like finger picking musicians like Mississippi John Hurt and sure. Elizabeth Cotton. Elizabeth Cotton especially is just such a cool story, you know, like playing the guitar upside down. It's so cool. And I think that that's definitely where I find the most inspiration because again, it's so easy to get like caught up in doing something the right way. And then that can be so limiting. It's just like, have fun, make music, like make something sound the way you feel. I think that that's like what music should be. And that's what I try to do with my music. Yeah, for sure. It comes through. I think the most like compelling music is um, when you can tell the artist like has something to say and when they're like trying to make music for themselves and not for like an audience and not to be like palatable. And I think your music comes through in a way that like you can tell it's like so like for you that it's palatable to everyone else. Thank you. It's it's really funny. This EP that I just released, most of those songs when I wrote them, I was just like, this is way too embarrassing for me to ever share with anyone. Writing those songs were such like personal discovery moments. I found that the things that make me feel the most insecure and nervous, like those songs are the ones that people connect with the most because they're the most vulnerable. They're the most real. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, it is dope. Um, Our station manager, actually, her like top song of the year so far is Nine Lives. Oh my goodness, that's so cool. Yeah, she plays it on like every one of her shows, I think. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. So what was, where was the EP recorded and like, what was the process like for that? So it was recorded in a couple different places, some of it in like bits and pieces. So a month or two, I recorded in my trailer. I just, I've never written a song like this before. I just like got the guitar part. I record the guitar part. I put that on loop and I just kind of like built the vocals off of that, which was really cool, really fun. Um, All like the weird percussion at the end of crop circles was just like me banging on my trailer. Um, (laughs) Take back was recorded in Miami on Miami beach, which was a funny thing to happen. I was I don't know. I don't want to get into that story. That's a long story, but (laughs) Take Back. Take Back's a very special song to me. It really, like, represents me taking back my time. Like, I really, like, manifested that for myself, you know? So some of it was recorded in my trailer. Some of it was recorded at my friend's aunt's Airbnb in Miami Beach. Some of it was recorded at my friend's house in New Orleans. And then some of it was recorded at my old producer's house in Virginia. That's awesome. Um, I noticed that there's some orchestra instruments in uh, the EP. Is there a backstory to that? I just like dramatics. I don't know what it is about me every, not every time, but so many times I'll write a song, I'll record it. And I'm like, and we need strings. We need strings on this. There needs to be strings. I don't know why I feel this way, but so often I'm just like, it just, oh, there's just something so, so special about like the way strings are played. It just feels like human. It just, oh, it just touches me in such a way. I don't even know. I love it. I totally understand that. And especially like folk music with like strings over it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the Gregory Allen Isakov with the Colorado Symphony album. Like it's kind of I've never heard it. 
Oh my god, you it's like one of my favorite albums of ever. It's so great. You should listen to it. I'll check it out. Uh you should. Um, what are your favorite songs from the EP? I think a month or two is really special. I like the way it was produced as well. I love putting like weird little Easter eggs in my songs. Mm-hmm. If you listen to a month or two closely, you'll hear like a little bit of like crowd noise, like crowd really? chatter. Yes. And I took that from a video I took at this party where like I got in a big fight with the person that I wrote the song about. <laughs> and so I love just like, yeah, putting little Easter eggs in because it just, I wanted it to feel. And I think that's obviously why I use the orchestra in it too i just i wanted it to feel really dramatic and i wanted it to like put you in a place and so i just i love putting little like easter eggs in there and it also like keeps it for me you know so i love a month or two i really love all the songs i think habits held is a really cool song i'm really proud of the songwriting on that one and I mean, every single song, there's like a line or two where I'm just like, how did I write that? Like, truly, my songwriting process is really just like me playing guitar and talking and just seeing what comes out. And sometimes I really surprise myself, but I, I can't, I can't pick a favorite. They're all so special. What are your favorite songs of all time? I'm not going to make you pick one because that's me, oh. but like a couple Oh, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, know it's such a hard question. Um, oh, let me think. Or even like albums oh, or. <laughs> okay. I love Fiona Apple's The Alder Wheel album. I found it whenever I was like 14, 15, I think. It just like opened up this world of music for me. That was another moment where I was like, wow, like music can really be anything. I just, I really love when albums and songs like make you sit in that person's world, you know? And I think that Fiona Apple is like, especially now, incredibly good at making you feel like you're in that room and you're in that space and you're sharing that moment. And I think that's just so incredible. So yeah, the Alder Wheel album, so good. So amazing. It's not like a fun listen. Like it's not like good upbeat music but it's just like a constant source of inspiration yeah that's so sick that is such a good album um what have you been listening to lately weird stuff let me think the way i listen to music is like kind of absurd i just like pick one or two or three songs and i just loop them over and over and over again that too so right now i'm listening to buck up by carzy blanton so good i've never heard it i'll check it out for sure it's incredible and then i'm also really really into rosalia's album moto mommy oh that's <laughs> another absolutely insane production piece like oh i love that album who are some of your favorite up-and-coming artists i gotta shout out my friends olive sure. and kevin atwater it has been so amazing becoming friends with other singer songwriters like yeah the joy i get every time kevin texts me and sends me a song he's just written is just like unparalleled it's just so great to hear all of us working on these songs and just like watching all of us grow 
grow together and like grow in, in different directions, but also like still being in the same world. It's so cool. So yeah, favorite up and coming artists, Kevin Awar, Olive Plug, got to no, shout out for my sure. friends. I think it's yeah. so cool how like TikTok has um, like done this weird thing for music that I don't think has ever like happened really before. And of course, like I can't do an interview with you without asking um, about TikTok and how was your experience like coming into prominence through TikTok? It's been great. I really do feel so lucky for that platform. I never, I never would have released music had I not gotten on TikTok. And the reason I got on TikTok was because I was living with these two like rappers and DJs and they started a competition. <laughs> yeah, they started a competition to see who could blow up on TikTok first, but they didn't include me in the competition. And I was like, y'all know y'all didn't include me because you knew I would win. So I posted a song. It surprisingly did well. And then I posted another song and that song was Ronnie's song. And here we are. And it's just really crazy. Yeah, that's insane. So you obviously won the competition. Yeah. I, I think, I think we've decided that no one's <laughs> ever said it, but I don't really think it needs to be said. Yeah, that's fair. You don't want to like rub it in their faces too bad. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of your tiktoks are filmed outside um what is your connection to like nature and the outdoors not great i am i don't know why i like come up do i come across as like an outdoorsy person a little bit i'm not gonna lie no no nope. <laughs> <laughs> not that into it i get sunburned so easy i grew up in south louisiana like we don't go outside there is yeah. nothing to enjoy about the outdoors. Like the memories I have as a kid playing outside always involve me stepping in a fire ant pile. Yeah, like, me too. I didn't realize that people enjoyed the outdoors and like they actually really enjoyed it until I went to the Pacific Northwest and I was walking yeah. around literally picking fruit from trees. And I was like, y'all jerks life can be so beautiful and yeah. that's not to say that you know south louisiana doesn't have like incredibly beautiful nature and ecosystems it's just like mm -hmm. a completely different relationship we have with the outdoors like you can't go outside at night unless you want to get bit by a million mosquitoes and so mm -hmm. you have to cover yourself in poison and then go outside my great-grandfather was a crawfisherman. He would always like come back with these crazy stories about like, man, it's just going into the swamp. You are just fighting the elements. Living out For here, sure. going outside, you are just, it's you against the world. And that's my relationship with the outdoors. I film outside because it's really hot in my house and it's cooler outside sometimes, <laughs> but I'm really not like, you'll never find me on a hike unless I'm like trying to impress someone. <laughs> no, I understand that. I grew up in Texas and I didn't like really understand how being in the outdoors was like cool until I moved to Colorado where it's not so hot all the time. Yeah, it's so crazy. But okay, but Colorado is so dry. Like I go That's there true. and my face falls off. Like I don't understand how people live out there. No, it's, um, you have to really adapt to like the dry air and stuff, but worth it, I would say. What are some of your plans for the future? So obviously I just released my first EP, which is like super fun and exciting. Um, 
I just yeah. spent a month house sitting for a friend, like in the middle of the woods in Tennessee. And I've recorded like a bunch of new songs that I'm really, really excited about. So Sick. definitely more music, new music, more touring, which I'm really, really excited about. Just like plans for the future, continue to grow, continue to meet people, continue to get better at making music, continue to make more music. What is your Zodiac sign and how do you think that affects the music that you make? All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not like super into astrology, but like I used to be friends with people who were super into it. So I'm a sun in Cancer, moon in Scorpio, Libra rising. I think that just means that I'm like emotional and dramatic and all of that is very true. I really am. I feel so much all the time and I feel like being a musician, you're just like pouring out your emotions all the time. And I think that that helps, you know, like yeah, sure. I feel a lot. I'm emotional. I'm dramatic. I have a lot of, I have a lot of things to say and I have a lot of like feelings that I need to get out. Is that caused by my son and cancer? I don't know, but <laughs> if it is, thank you. No, for sure. Uh, so we talked about your first concert that you ever went to. What's the, like your favorite? Oh, there's a um, LCD sound system cover band in New Orleans <laughs> called LSD Clown System. They're all clowns and they just, they just throw a good show. They just, they put on a great party. It's always so much fun. I love to go see them play. I'm, I'm such a fan of the, of the clowns. No, yeah, for sure. That's... Sounds really interesting and, like, fun. It's so fun. They're so good. Like, I just love concerts that are a full experience. I love a theme. I'm from Louisiana. Like, sure. I love a party. I love a theme. I love a costume-required event. That's what I'm into. <laughs> no, for sure. Love them. That's, like, the best part of uh, Halloween. What did you dress up as for Halloween and then after that, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? This year, I was a sexy swamp monster. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. So I had, <laughs> I was at Goodwill and they had one of those like hunting suits, like covered in mm -hmm. moss. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. So I bought it because, sure. you know, I live in New Orleans. We have so many opportunities to wear costumes. I'm just mm -hmm. constantly buying the most random crap. And I always end up using it. I always end up wearing it at some point during the, the the year. But yeah, I bought this like moss suit and then I cut it into assless chaps. <laughs> and I was just, yeah, Halloween, I was a sexy swamp monster. And then my favorite Thanksgiving food, cornbread dressing. People yeah. don't have that in Colorado and I miss it so much. What? No. They just have the regular bread stuffing and it's different. It's not as good. Ew. Not as good. I'm not into that. Yeah. No, I'm not into it either. But uh, whenever I go home, I'm like, Grandma, you mean me some corporate mm -hmm. stuffing, please? Yeah, it's so good. My family it's has so like good. the weirdest recipe for it. There's like boiled eggs in it. It sounds weird. You just got to trust it. You just got to trust it. No, the that's process. how mine is. There's also, my family's is too. There's no recipe. Everyone's just like pouring things and it, it always <laughs> yeah. turns out amazing. It's so good. 
Yeah, thank you so much for um, doing an interview. Is there anything you want to plug before we end off? I'm playing in Denver on December 10th. Really? At Globe Hall. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'll be there. Very exciting stuff. So I guess that's really what I have to plug. I'll be playing at Denver, Globe Hall, December 10th. I'm really excited. I'm just excited to get back on the road play some shows meet people it's so fun i really just love it yeah that's so awesome well thank you so much for letting me interview you thank you so much for having me yeah this was great thank you for listening that was odua if you'd like to listen to more podcasts like this one check out kcsu fm slash podcast our spotify kcsu fm or stream us on air at 90.5 fm have a great day